As the clock ticks down to zero in the state title game, your Kittitas Coyote boys basketball team wins their third straight state title. There is the horn. Let the celebration begin for the Ellensburg High School girls basketball team, who are your 2023 WIAA 2A state champs, concluding their second straight undefeated season. Davis Spencer in the windup and the 1-2 pitch on the way. And strike three! And your Ellensburg Bulldogs are the 2018 state champs, continuing their dominance with the third state title in the last five years. This is Justin McKee, your voice of the Ellensburg Rodeo, and you're listening to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Eric, John, and Sammy. Well, welcome back, and welcome to the Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast, coming to you live from the Evergreen Home Loan Studios, brought to you by Country Companies Insurance here in Ellensburg, Washington, the Devon Shannon Agency. Go check them out on the street corner that John's going to remind us of right now. Pretty much on the corner of 3rd and Pearl. 3rd and Pearl, right there. Big sign, good-looking dude inside there, ready to save your day with some insurance. That's right. In financial planning. So go give Devin a call. Go check him out. Give Evergreen Home Loans a call. You're going to buy something. Call him. He's a good cat. Knows a lot about that. sports. I appreciate that. So, pretty much, we I can't wait for the Evergreen Home Loan um, calendar to come out. It's John. Twelve <laughs> months. Right. <laughs> so I heard there's right. a speedo in July. It is <laughs> flexing my thirty year fix. right. A different piece of his body starts showing. <laughs> it's like Major League. That's right, that's right. <laughs> they just that's peel right. off a little bit each each month. Oh gosh, that's funny. Uh, so I am Eric Sorensen, joined here by Sammy Henderson and John Gudat, and we are. Oh, we just we actually we were just talking about it, and before we go into the football thing, real quick, we just and we'll talk about it for a second. Justin McKee, the guy that was so generous enough to do our intro voice, that's right. it's NFR week. Starting in a couple days. Well, he made you pay. I believe you owe him. No, yeah. you, 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 he, you paid up uh, a Weiniger's uh, gift cone. card. Yep. So shout out. I heard he loves Weiniger. So he does. He does. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's it NFR, NFR week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're I'm recording excited. this on a Wednesday. The uh, lights go on. Mm-hmm. It's 545, I believe, officially. Is it? Tomorrow. Okay. It's a time that's bad for families or my family because we're doing stuff. Kids are running around. We usually get to watch it delayed and fast forward commercials. Yeah, um, that's the best. It that's is the way a good to way it. to do it, hundred percent. But I, I mean, can't I gotta, wait. If if you can't watch it, like if you're mm. not in the Thomas Mack Arena, yeah, which I was last year, you had you the tape delay fast forward. And that's Vegas. Yes, mm-hmm. it is okay. every year. UNLV every year. Since and it was just extended out to twenty thirty five. Thirty five. So yeah, we can get Sammy down there. I mean, oh yeah, dude! So Thomas and Mac, like it's where UNLV plays their basketball games. Seventeen thousand of your closest friends. Who's I least? don't know if my budget can do that, but that would be so cool. If dude. you do go, do not pull a John Goodat, and expect that you're going to get tickets from your like friend of a friend who ended up not being a friend, and then going to StubHub literally twelve hours before. Yeah, playing like three hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask that guy on the street corner with the pictures of those nice ladies. He might have some tickets for you. <laughs> but was it worth it, John? Oh, yeah. Dude. Then it I was mean, worth it. So you have to go. Brad Fitterer, who's recently retired from Fitterer's Furniture, a former sponsor of ours. That's right. Brad Fitterer, when he was on the rodeo board, was very helpful in my rodeo reporting career and he said you got to go at least once there's some people who absolutely love the nfr if you're an old school 
rodeo fan that likes to see you know all the special stuff that goes on in the in or out of the arena then probably the nfr is not for you because that is a made for tv rodeo in and out two hours really and that's why i like it because it's boom 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 boom. the guy gets bucked off he's sprinting out of the arena next horse is coming that's what i need i mean i need nonstop action lights flashing everywhere so it's awesome and it's it's incredible. That's I've I've been to the NFR multiple times, but last year was important because this is the first time I've, we brought our girls, mm-hmm. my wife and I, and so we paid a pretty penny. And if it was just my wife and I, we probably would have just gone to the casinos and watched them on the on the on the TV. That like all the casinos mm-hmm. welcome the Cowboys, but my my daughters need to see it, you know, face to face. Uh, or in person, in person and it was yeah. worth worth it was very expensive worth every penny but made for tv rodeo it, it doesn't matter if you're hurt or there's a horse that won't go in uh, back into the shoots or whatever like that next one it's still they are get them out and my experience with that is my very first time at the nfr 2005 uh jake barnes lost his thumb mm-hmm. which is a common team roping uh uh Common, Injury. common. Yeah, well, maybe not common like every day. Thumb down. No, I, I get that, but the common like I lose a thumb. Well, I'm I'm going to say this. Maybe it's not so common that everybody has one thumb, but it's common enough to where you're like, eh, he's a team roper. You can tell. Anyway, they I can still remember <laughs> Sammy's like, face right now. So classic. Like, not okay it with got, it. <laughs> it got, um, basically ripped off underneath the nail or like at the joint mm-hmm. and i can still remember like people were looking around kind of <laughs> shuffling around the dirt where is it and i can't remember if they reattached it or if they just kind of because he made it new. he didn't lose like half his thumb i think he lost like the top quarter but hey that might be the most important quarter of your thumb so there you go i don't know if we're making sammy a fan or not I don't know, but I had a really funny joke to remind me of later. <laughs> so, um, but, um, but no, it's 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 fun time. I'm excited. It's fun night. It's it mixes things up because football season's ending right now. College football's over on Saturday, and and now we got ten nights in a row. And this is my transition. When for me, my give the I always get the business about Christmas right. I never watch anything before Thanksgiving. I respect the turkey. Darn it. Yep. Right. And then for me, Christmas starts after NFR is over because <laughs> that's just I don't know what it is. But we watch all ten days, and then it's time to get festive. Um, the ten days of NFR, that but it's fun. Like a Christmas song. Take like the size of the arena is tiny. Like it's a basketball. Take arena. the yeah. It's the if you took U Dub's basketball arena and put a rodeo arena inside there. I'm in. It's fun stuff. And yeah. you're in Vegas, so you can't go wrong. My uh, people to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it right now. Stetson Wright gets all the attention. Mm-hmm. Much deserved. He should. Yeah. Uh, he could win the triple crown if he wins bull riding and and uh, saddle bronc riding. And he's. I mean, the question this year for Stetson Wright is not will he win the all around? Will he hit a million bucks? Because mm-hmm. I think last year it was like nine nine hundred twenty seven thousand or something like that. Mm-hmm. He must be a farmer. In all oh America. God! Yeah. <laughs> but I think. Uh, I'd like to see uh, Big Will, Will Lummis. Maybe he can get it. He's mm-hmm. been a factor. He always like trips up in the ninth or tenth round. I shouldn't say always. Um, you know, Caleb Schmidt. Will he win his fifth world title in the calf roping? I, I, you know, pick pick an event, and I can give you three or four different uh, storylines. Mm-hmm. But it's just so much fun. It'll be awesome. Yeah. And as a, and then, and Sammy for people that don't follow rodeo. 
as it goes on, the storylines get bigger and better. And right. It's good. It's fun. It's a fun 10 nights to. Yeah. And there's then there's so much money also to be made that like the storyline from Saturday, which will be the third round, won't even exist on Monday, which is the fifth round, because there's so much money won yeah. or somebody has a bad rodeo or somebody gets hot that a yeah. couple misses and next thing you know. Bada bing, bada boom. Yep. If you ever take your wife, she'll like all the shopping too. Because oh. the convention centers, the cowboy Christmas is what oh they call it. Oh my goodness. Huge. Like, they have a bath and body works? Probably. That's my store. I bet there's enough of that kind turn. of stuff. It did took a weird turn. But I bet there's that stuff there. But it's cowboy. Yeah. It's not going to be like <laughs> Star Wars. Like like it's going to be leather and lace. Mahogany. You're not going to yeah, walk in. Oak. Yeah. Yeah. You're I'm not going to walk in feeling just fine leaving with a headache. <laughs> so sorry that wasn't very polite to the bath and body works crew i apologize hey, that's, well they're that's not my, a sponsor that's, that's my right crew. i could give I them just, a be i spent enough money there i could give them a sponsor yeah. you know what i will tell you give this the corporate though, sponsor. last year because it's been a long time uh since i'd been there uh last year when i went you know i was double fisting uh bloody mary's man yeah there's bars oh, everywhere in that gosh. sorry i thought you were talking about bath and body works I was like, <laughs> it was a hell of a deal I, was like, <laughs> I thought he was gonna be like yeah i had this lotion and then <laughs> I, I, I legit thought that's where you were going I with had, it i got the lotion candle combo <laughs> so yeah. you're talking about we're talking about the nfr yeah, yeah. okay yeah. double fisting i mean the convention center is in a in in a building <laughs> like it would be i would say two cops goes big at least. Yeah. Jeez. At least. At least, man. And I can't stand shopping, but it's entertaining. Wear your comfy <laughs> shoes. You don't go for style in your cowboy boots. You go for some co- use some most comfortable tennis shoes you got. You know what though? The thing is if you're Eric Country Sorensen, you're leading you're you're cut above the rest anyway. Right. So yeah. your sloppy <laughs> days. Your sloppy days are black tie for most. Yep. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. I've had a few sloppy days there too. So, um, anyways, well, that's it. I'm excited for it. It'll be a lot of fun. And, and that starts and, this weekend. Yep. Tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday to Saturday, the following Saturday, ten days. Correct. We will have a heck. Next week we'll have a midweek episode. We will with a lot of talk about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even have a viewing party for Sammy. Count me in. In the far? Yeah. Let's I'm do it. That, that wasn't a complete no look on his face just right now. No. Um, I'll make time for that. Big big time. You know, we. Uh, I was really worried about Sammy this weekend. We didn't hear from him for quite a while. <laughs> no. I figured he went on a couple-day bender mm-hmm. after winning the Pac-12 championship. Got to do what you He's still do. standing, so he didn't, <laughs> he didn't party too hard. It was an extreme bender <laughs> of winning the do. Pac-12 and Central's uh, football team mm-hmm. ending their season. Oh, it was highs and lows. Yeah. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. It's nice it wasn't on the same day. No. What do we talk about? Do we talk about the high or do we talk about the low? We talk about the low. We got yeah. to. Gosh, it was a... We've been talking about it as a high for so long. I have to... We have to address it. I want to yeah. thank Central Football because they gave us a pretty fun couple Saturdays. They did. And it was fun that they got to this point. Absolutely. And it makes it even better knowing how young they really are. Yes. And getting to that point. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like sometimes you get there and you're like, well, crud, everybody's graduating. That was our shot. Yeah. That was our shot. Yeah, that was we, our shot. We right. have a few that shots. Was it. That was it. We got some. Yeah, and I and I'm. It was a lot of fun. I know I was, I was very. I could sit with dad in the in the garage with our four. We have we're down to four kitties. If any listeners need any kitties, mm-hmm. um, I'm still giving them away for free. If you want one, so come get a kitty. <laughs> Anyways, um, got TV going. We had state or high school football going. We had central going. Eating some peanuts. It was fun, and thanks to those guys for giving us that opportunity. I I joked around with. 
a text to you guys about, you know, Tim Booth, if you follow him on Twitter, every Sunday or Saturday, yeah. he puts out the state rankings of oh, high yeah. school football. Yeah. And we were talking about the college football playoff rankings, and I put, who did I put first? I put Michigan, U, or I put UW, Colorado School of Mines, Michigan, Anacortes. Right. So that was a good team they played. They were they were a quality was, team. Colorado Mines was good. And I don't know if anybody could beat them. No. What, what do you? I do. I want to. I kept and I said this to Dad a few times. They, Grand, they they might have shut down the running game a little bit, mm-hmm. but the way they were talked about is that they were going to punish us on the offense and defensive line. I didn't feel like that happened. Not, I felt not like, until the fourth quarter. Yeah, we fourth, held our own. Fourth quarter, I felt they wore down against us. Uh, but until then. We put like up I, a heck of a fight. We did. In the first half, man, like, you want to talk about how you, you script a first half. They were like, if we go in here, hold them to two possessions, they mm-hmm. might score on those two possessions. Mm-hmm. But so did we. Yep. And we get the ball back. Like, Loved it. it Halftime time. Yeah, I was like, okay. Let's just keep doing it. Like, that's right. That's the hard part is that yeah. against a team like mine, it's like it was, it was almost like we had it planned up. And it was like, well, we got to score coming out of halftime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got to take some time. And, yeah. And Gosh. so it, it's, they're going to be a tough team to beat. And if we would have won that game, I, I think mines will win this thing, in my opinion. I haven't watched the other teams a lot of it. That team was freaking good. And, and if we would have beat those guys, I think it would have been a really – I think they're cool I mean, spot. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, I'm not a coach or a player or anything like that, but you just I, crush a lot. Oh, I was going to say it. I was going <laughs> to say it. Oh, man. Can we edit this to where I'm saying it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. You beat, beat me to it. Uh, but um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> mines. So we're a young team. Right. Uh, road weary. Maybe we're not weary. I don't know, but I mean, we're on a plane every week. It road seems warriors. Like. Mm-hmm. Warriors. Thank you. Somebody read, and I didn't research it, but like mines had 35 seniors on that squad. Wow. Um, and so, and, and that's a team that's gotten progressively better. So again, a loss is a loss. And I don't know if I put much stock into like, Oh, well, that was a good loss or whatever like that, a respectable one, but we were in it. I'm sorry. We were in it until until like the fourth quarter when they really started pulling away and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We were we were a factor. Well, and, it, uh, it's it's one of those games where, you know, you, as coach, you're going to say like, "Hey, I'm always, I always tell my kids, it's like I'm happy if we go out there and we bust our tails and we give them everything we got and we do what we're supposed to do and we take an L." Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we did. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's going to be you know. Everyone's going to feel like they could have done something different, go back and tape. But that's every game. Even when you go out there and blow somebody out, yeah. you're going to have things on tape that you're like, man, we really got to fine-tune this. We got to fine-tune that. And so there's going to be areas where we felt like we could do good, but I felt like, man, we competed. We competed mm-hmm. hard, and we gave them a fight. Yeah. yeah. When nobody counted us. Gave, yeah. You know, and oh, you look yeah. at the score, and you'd be like, well, yeah, you guys got beat by... It wasn't quite like that. The national scene was on notice at halftime thinking, holy crap. Yeah. Absolutely. There were some <laughs> yeah. nervous, nervous people. Yeah. And and I just I just think but again, like what you're saying, nobody expected it. Nobody even expected us to be anywhere near this when we were 0 2 at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And then we weren't deserving of a playoff spot. And then there was 
excuses to like, oh, well, Western Colorado's at 7,500 feet elevation. You guys are going to get tired because you have no lungs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Can you imagine how much money you could have made on the parlay of like, oh, oh. Central's going to get in. Yeah. They're going to beat Western yeah. Colorado. They're going to yeah. beat Pemidji in yeah. overtime. And then they're going to be tied with yeah. Mines in oh. the first half. We'd be retired. Yeah. Be, right. Everyone would pay. Put 100, de- 100 right. down and right. win some money. Yeah. Uh, That'd been awesome. Yeah, what a cool, what a cool ride, man! And uh, like you said, a lot to come back. Volk's coming back. McGill's mm-hmm. coming back. Flanagan's probably coming back. Well, at least you know on paper. I believe the I whole believe starting both sides of our line, right? The whole starting oh. offense could be back. I heard. And so I'm going to go out there and say we will be top ten to start the year. Top have to, ten have to. We we really need to be. Mm-hmm. And and there will be a campaign by the kid S Valley Sports Talk if we are not, in my opinion, because we should be easily there. I think we've proven that we can be bringing it all back. And, you know, Transfer Portal can hurt and benefit you. And I'm assuming we're going to get more benefits than we will out of hurt. Mm-hmm. Why would you – that again, I do crush a lot. I'm not a player, though. But <laughs> right. why would you want to leave a team that's clearly on the upward trajectory? You know what I mean? And hungry. So, and, right. and, and, like, we've got that taste of winning and a deep playoff run. And if – oh, man – I would want to be a part of that. Absolutely. Unless there's some sort of like you're fourth on the two deep. Right. Or right. You, right. Get, you have a real issue with some coaching You'll, or whatever. You will get some kids to transfer out that that were not maybe, maybe satisfied or, you know, felt right. like, man, this isn't the opportunity that I right. want. You're going to get that. But we're also going to bring in kids that feel that same way from other schools you know, or kids that played really well and, you know, want to come and be a part of something bigger. Exactly. I already... When the game ended, and I know it, I don't know why I was thinking this already at that point, but it was within an hour or so. I'm like, man, I, I can't wait to see what next year's schedule is going to look like. I know we were talking about that mm-hmm. before you got yeah. here. Yeah, like I was like, man, what? Let's get let's get Mines to Ellensburg. Like, who's coming to play us? Let's yeah. get some D two games on that schedule so yeah. that we can prove to the the universe of where we actually are. Like, if we could, early, if we could put, I mean, any of those teams, Mines, Bemidji, or Western Colorado, mm-hmm. that would be absolutely huge. Mm-hmm. If we can, it, what what's weird is if any of the Armac, if we could get any of the Armac, like us travel there or they travel to us, mm-hmm. that's still going to be shorter. Besides Western Oregon, that's going still going to be shorter than any other league road mm-hmm. trip that we take. It, it's amazing how the Armac is closer yeah. than our own league. But right. man, if we can get that, if we can get that, um, you know, maybe we need a money game. Maybe we need a big sky game mm-hmm. to fund our trip on I'm, I'm, our travel. I'm, I'm sure we do. But if I'm a big sky team, I'm, I'll be know, a, I'm scared <laughs> of central. Yeah. I got to make sure I got what I, <laughs> I got a team that can play. Yeah, you know, yeah. you need to be one of those playoff FCS teams mm-hmm. uh, to bring in a team like yeah. us. Next I'm year. sure Montana and Mon- Montana State would. Eastern's going to be a no go. Yeah, I, I can looking. promise you we don't play them next year. Man, no they're, they're unless <laughs> unless it's already set in stone. Yeah, there's no way, and, and no back out of that. You know how many times we've been backed out on a on oh, big totally. sky teams because they totally. just like we don't play those guys. something else comes up. You know, and sometimes it's valid. Like, oh, actually, we got you know Michigan ask us to come play or Michigan State yeah. or was right. you know we're going to get a one point five to get right. destroyed by that's Michigan. different. But right. no, they're they're not <laughs> they're not even going to field our phone calls. No, no. I think but, the oh go ahead no no go ahead no no I'm moving on. Well, to I was just going to say I mean <laughs> it, it would be it, I would like to see us against you know a, a UC Davis or a Sac State or or 
either Northern Arizona or something like that. Sac State to beat those guys and rub it to Ryan Coon's face. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was rude. I go hey, I went hard. Shout out to Ryan Coon's fingers up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get your butts kicked. Um, anyways. We, I, uh, but, but we also need, and it came up, we also need, we need another D2 game. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. we just, we need it. 100%. So whether and, that's... Uh, yeah, go ahead. The the fighting UT Permian Basin guys are coming here next year, I would assume. Fired up for that. The the fighting Sorensons. Yeah. Darn right. Coming here. Maybe Mr. Shidey will come up. We should and we should invite him. We should invite him. Uh, speaking of former guests, yeah. um, I was texting Antonio Clark mm, at last yeah. year's mm. or last week's guest. Uh he, he definitely um laid some respect on on Central. Mm. The program, uh, um, he's been very complimentary of Central on on uh, the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he texted me saying, yeah, that was, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but um, that I think everybody was surprised by that first yeah. half score. Yeah. It's awesome. But I, I, I will also tell you this. You know, we were 0-2, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> but as soon as we beat Angelo State, that's the best therapy because mm. angelo state even though they didn't make the playoffs they're a good team they were good they were very good they had three losses one to us to permian basin and colorado mines if you're going to lose three games mm-hmm. those are the teams to lose to <laughs> and and i remember just thinking okay we're good mm-hmm. we're going to be a factor so yeah i'll be honest after those first two games i i it felt like our season was done it felt like it was over oh yeah and uh uh, but I knew in my in my head I was like if we run the table, but it just didn't feel feasible right. at the time. I'll be honest, as a fan, it didn't feel feasible, and so having it go down the way it do, it, it did, like you said, it was winning. That was like, oh no, we're still here. We yeah. still got this. Yeah. We still got this. If, and, then we really a, and, and then we won again. And then we won again. We were winning on the road. We were winning on. It it was mm-hmm. very very tough games. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. A couple of guests that we have surprised coming in, and we'll be right back in just a second. Well, we are back here, and I want to—I don't want to say as promised because we didn't introduce this. We wanted to make it a surprise. Right. But in the studios is a legend in the making. Let's just be honest. <laughs> That's right. A Central Washington University legend in the making. The, uh, an interception machine, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tanner Volk, <laughs> is here in the studios, he texts me. He's like, John, I have to be on the last sports talk. I need to be on this. <laughs> no, he didn't really say that. But Tanner Volk is here. Thanks for joining us yeah, today. Thanks for having me. I, I, I have a list. We have a list of questions and stuff like that. But, man, I know it didn't end the way you wanted it to. But what a season. Yeah, man, just one, one for the history books for sure. Definitely. I mean, so – I mean, take us through I, – I don't know where you want to start. I don't really know where I'm starting, but, I mean, well, actually, I'll just start right here. Uh, you know, we started the season not exactly how we wanted to, going 0-2. At, at 0-2, going into practice the next day or watching film the next day, what's the mentality? And yeah. from there to how we ended, how um, did the che- team mature? Yeah, obviously, like, we didn't come out and – I mean, we were we were excited w- with what we had because we went to Weber State, and obviously the first half we played extremely great on both sides of the ball, and obviously gave up a 
a special teams touchdown and we knew we had those guys and we knew how talented we were and you know we knew our culture was pretty well and then obviously losing to Montana Tech was a you know was a great team and definitely surprised a lot of us of how good they were and um going into that Angelo week we just knew we were hungry and especially I think it was good that it was that team at that particular time just because we were you know so close my freshman year we lost on what the last drive and yeah. then go that down there last year and lose you know whatever the score was lost by like a touchdown or whatever and we had those guys on the ropes both years and I think it was like all right we got them at home and this is I think this is the time we can get them right and so it was just that that time to move on mentality and you know a team like that that we knew was I think they're number nine at the time like yeah if we want to get ourselves back into you know playoff talks and winning the Lone Star it's going to start with this team and obviously they were at the top that uh, top of the Lone Star the last couple of years so um, we knew it was going to start with them and we got to bring everything that week, especially if we want to win. So, was that a? I mean, I'm asking you to remember two months ago now, but <laughs> was that a easy week of practice in terms of getting up and getting motivated for a team? Um, do you, Do you remember that week? Was it Was everybody just like, okay, we just got to go one and zero? I'm pulling out all the uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all uh, the, the cliches. cliches and everything yeah. like that. Was Was it easy to forget zero and two and just 100 percent focus on Angelo? I think so, just because they weren't. Division two game, so it really didn't matter for mm-hmm. our, you know, um, our overall yep. record and playoffs and stuff like that. Um, I don't, it, I mean, I can't speak for other guys, but it doesn't really. I love the game of football, right? So I'm gonna wake up. It's not gonna be hard for me to wake up and go out to practice, do what I love, right? Um, and do what I get paid to do, essentially, right? So, right. Um, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was hard to get out of bed and go practice. I think we were hungry and we knew what the team was capable of. Obviously, we knew we were young and we had guys that hadn't seen a lot of snaps but we knew that this was going to be a good season and we can come out and do a lot of good things so um like I said just waking up for Angelo and if you weren't if you're having a hard time waking up for that week it's probably shouldn't be playing football right so right. I don't think it was a tough tough thing for our team and obviously we came out and handled business and I think we should get out we should get we should have got them a lot by a lot more than what we did um giving up a couple touchdowns the last like eight minutes of the game so but it was fun, you know. So. That so you you brought something up that just kind of leads into another question of it seems like and I you know I was I I read too many message boards and watch too many blogs or read too many blogs and videos and stuff like podcasts and everything like that and some people are like well Central's like barely getting by they're only winning by one score and stuff like that and me as a fan I'm like yeah they're winning <laughs> right. <laughs> You win by one or you win by 21, you're, you're, you're still winning. And so when you say, oh, we should have gotten by them a little bit better, were, were, you, were you nervous at the way people you were performing? Or is that just me as a fan overthinking, like, winning by one or winning by 21? Does it matter? No, yeah, I, I think we get a lot of criticism for the way that we approach games or how we play games. Um, but that's Criticism by teams that... Didn't get to the playoffs, by the way. Because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, but true it's facts. It's a fact. Yeah, yeah they, I just it's our, it's the wildcat way. Like we just it's hard fought. You know, we know it's going to be a four quarter fight. It's going to come down to you know when the clock strikes triple zeros, right? So I think it's just our way. You know, obviously we're bought into coach this plan of you know we play field position and run the ball and um, time of possession is a big thing for offense, right? So, you know, those are, we know, especially in big close games like that, you know, coach likes to call them like heavyweight boxing fights and we know it's going to take all 12 rounds, right? And you got to be the last one standing at the end of the game. And so, if, I mean, it's not going to be like, oh, they're, you know, nine and two or whatever we were at the end of the season um, and only won by 20 points total of all games. Yeah. Right? We're plus 20, but, you know, a win's a win. And 
mm-hmm. that's just a wildcat way. We're going to do anything to do right. to get that way, right. regardless of what it looks like. So, as the season progressed, did the did the confidence build as well, or or were you able to be like, okay, Angelo's done, one and zero again? I mean, yeah, was, no, I mean, it's always a, a a move on mentality, right? Like I said before, but it's always let's go one and zero this week, and just because we beat Angelo this week doesn't mean that we're gonna come in this week and beat whoever we're playing, right? We still got to come to practice ready to work like we're going to, you know, getting ready to play a playoff game or getting ready like we're going to play the fair states of the world, right, and those, right. those top teams. So, um, you know, it it didn't matter. We were just always moved on, you know. We'll go out and watch film on Mondays from the game before and, you know, put it to rest and then, you know, get out and start game planning and get ready for the next week. So, Talk to us a little bit about your travel. I mean, you guys – I, I don't have any stats on this, but I would assume you guys travel more than any other team in the country. <laughs> yeah. D2. Yeah. D2 wise. And, you know, you guys probably are filing taxes in Texas <laughs> yeah. at some point this year from the amount of time you guys exactly. spent. It's it's not a typical uh, trip. Uh, not a, Division 2 is not typical. But also for football, you guys had the chartered fight the last two weeks. Yeah. But the rest of the year, you guys were on there with moms and dads and yeah. babies and, nope. and everybody going <laughs> yeah. across the country. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about how uh, the, the struggle of that and, and what kind of things you guys did as a team and as a unit to, to get by and what you found out throughout the year worked and didn't work. Yeah, so I feel like as a team the last couple of years, we kind of struggled with those bus rides and getting ourselves prepared and our bodies you know, feeling right. But um, we were able to get in contact with – his name's Coach Rock, and um, he was a strength coach for NFL teams and I think most recently Tennessee football mm-hmm. team. And we were able to get in touch with him, and he was with us fall, all fall camp, and he kind of just gave us a lot of, like, tips and things that, you know – because I think he um, – the last team he was with in the NFL was the Rams and mm-hmm. Aaron Donald and all those guys. So he just kind of told us what they do on those long flights, and, you know, they get up and stretch and make sure they're drinking 16 ounces of water, you know, every about every hour so. Um, you know, we had a great resource that way and eating the right things when we're on the flights and making sure we're fueling ourselves. And obviously it's easy to get dehydrated on long flights and travel and stuff like that. So we're always making sure we are hydrating. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously those waking up at four or five in the morning and got to drive two and a half hours to SeaTac and then you got a four hour flight to Texas or Arizona, wherever we're going, wherever <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> you know, yeah. it seems like we got a, a, th- a three to five hour, you know, bus drive right after that long right. flight. So um, it was definitely some long days. And, you know, it was also, it was good to make the playoffs and get that luxury flying out of Yakima, right? Right. Straight, straight into town and only got a mile bus ride to the hotel or whatever it was. So. Right. Wasn't Gunnison like yeah. literally a five minute drive? Yeah, literally. And, we landed. And Bemidji too, maybe. Yeah, Bemidji was, I don't know, no more than five minutes. And, um, we literally oh, we literally got off the plane and went straight and had to walk through practice and meetings at their facilities and stuff. And wow, dang. we're like other places we got to wait till like the following morning to have our meetings or super late at night just because we're not getting there until mm-hmm. and everyone's tired, you know, at that point. So, yeah. what is the what is the worst trip? I mean, it's is it? I mean, what makes it a worst Probably trip? Permian Basin. That's not very Permian Basin was yeah, that was a long. That's like four. I think it was four. Yeah, four hour. Um, plane ride, and then five. two hour bus ride to SeaTac. Floor plane ride, Four right? Plane ride, and then it's supposed to be five hour bus ride, but of course we make it six, six and a half hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. so that yeah. is terrible. It's brutal. But I mean, so yeah. that's worse than because isn't Western New Mexico like a Western New Mexico is about probably about the same. Oh, Gosh, those are terrible trips. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I, when I went to Midwestern, like we the day you guys were supposed to get there, you were late. 
like yeah. we met you at dinner and it was like almost like nine o'clock yeah. and then they were playing the next day. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It's, yeah. Those are tough. terrible trips, but do you also get used to it because it's just, you got to play no matter just, what? Yeah, it just becomes a routine kind of, you, you know what you're going to expect and you know, as bad as it sounds, you look forward to the three na- three hour bus rides, not the six hour bus rides, right? <laughs> right yeah. The little shorter trips that are still all it's day. Just one, but it's just a movie, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, one movie bus ride. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a it's just a routine, and you, you get. I mean, I've, we've been doing the same trips for three years now for for me at least. So it so just becomes routine. Travels hard, but was it noticeably easier? We joke about like charter flights and everything. Did that make it easier to prepare for like? meetings and, and walkthroughs just because you were literally on a direct flight yeah. right there. Yeah. Was it noticeably easier? No, it was definitely a lot easier and you know, we have time more time to meet and more time to, you know, relax. I, I was kinda joking with my roommate. I'm roommates with Pat Rogers every trip, so um <laughs> just telling him I'm like, dude, I don't know what to do with myself. Like we have so much time. Like <laughs> I know our games are at noon the next day, but we're like done with meetings at five. The only thing we have is dinner at seven most times and then we're watching football and basketball and just like we don't know what to do like <laughs> right. we watched so much film already we watched you know all the all just the, we do play. as much as we yeah. probably can yeah we're just waiting to play the game so yeah definitely noticeably easier for sure you know we talk i mean you could probably name uh positive things about about every week uh, uh of scheduled games but is there a favorite game that was on the the schedule uh this year um before the season or as the season was going both yeah both <laughs> yeah mm before the season, personally, is always Western Oregon just because my dad went there and I'm from <laughs> Portland, right? So going there and I get like, God, I think I had like 70 family and friends show wow. that game. Yeah, so wow. it's definitely, definitely a lot. I think there's a lot more Central fans than there was Western at that game. That's, that's just me personally. But I think as a team before the season is Angelo. Like we just, that's just a team that needs to be beat, needs to be taken off the mountaintop, right? So, um, and I think during the season it's probably just UTPB seeing them, you know, um, they brought in so many transfers and just as such a new team. And um, that was the team we needed to be if we wanted to win the Lone Star. And obviously we came up, um, did not play good at, at all in that second half of that game. Um, obviously came up short, but I think that will be the team that we want to knock off next year, right? So, Just so you know, that is Coach Sorensen's okay. second favorite team yes. behind Central Washington. I wouldn't say favorite. It was my surprise pick. It, he did. He's it, was, he, it was because of all the damn transfers. The start yeah. of the year. Yeah. I, it, I wanted to go on the trip because I wanted to go see Ratliff Stadium and I watched the high school football game Friday night, and then I wanted to watch you guys on Saturday. Yeah. Married with kids, can't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, no, that was, yeah. yeah. Thanks for throwing me out there, Sammy. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> was that, uh, can we talk about that game? I yeah. mean, hey. Before I ask this hard question, I will also say it's clear that we got further into the playoffs than the Falcons did. Right. True. Having said that, if you could play them again tomorrow, what what would need to be the difference? What what did they do so well that we didn't have an answer to? Um, I mean, they shoot, they ran all over us um, defensively, and um, I think for offense, you know, we were moving the ball up and down the field, and then just you know turnovers and mm-hmm. just. Ball security, just the basic things of football, right? Just not tackling and ball security. Um, but yeah, we. I mean, as soon as that game was over, I'm like, let's let's run it back to. I hope we meet you know them again. Yeah, yeah. go win your no, game, we'll sure. win ours. I mean, obviously, like you said, it's always nice to, um, you know, beat the teams that they uh, um, beat the teams that beat them, right? Um, yeah, and just get farther. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're gonna have that Lone Star ring forever. And I was kind of talking to Coach Coach Torg a little bit 
um, about it. And I was like, well, would you rather be this far in the playoffs or have the Lone Star Championship? And it's like, <laughs> right, right. It's right. like, I mean, this playoff life is nice, right? Like, yeah. I think I'd, I don't know what other people would say, but I'd definitely rather lose the Lone Star game as bad as it sounds than, and, and rather just win those playoff games and right. go as deep as you can, right? So keep you want to play as late into December yeah. as you, as yeah. you can. I mean, mm-hmm. well, and talk to us a little bit. I mean, hopefully it's, nope. you know, that first trip, you go to Western Colorado, all we can hear about is how elevation, how high that damn field is, yeah. right? You know, getting there, was it a factor for you? Could you tell that how high it was? And I don't think it's as bad as people make it seem. Yeah, right. it's, a, um, it's an intimidation factor <laughs> yeah, for them, yeah, right? Thank you for saying that. Yeah. He's just probably like a five-star athlete or not. Like, we might notice. Well, I mean, you can, we're going to notice going up the stairs, Sammy. That's They're true. not going to notice. If you look at me, I'm in playoff shape right now. I'm not going to notice. Yeah. 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 It was probably because, I mean, we're obviously super deep in the season and right. we're all conditioned, but I mean, you can tell the elevation's high, right? But it's not. I thought it was worse in Western New Mexico. And yeah. I had I had a little bit of a hard time breathing that first and second drive in this Mines game than I did at um, Western Colorado. And I think Mines in Western New Mexico are about the same elevation. Yeah, so. almost exactly. But, yeah. So, I mean, we were out there for a lot more plays defensively this last week. But, yeah, I don't I mean, it's 7,000 feet posted everywhere in all their facilities. and It's it's on their damn jerseys, yeah, it's on too, their, right? <laughs> yeah, it's I didn't even notice that until after the game and the pictures and stuff. But, yeah, it's like they live by it. And we were kind of joking because, like, all their – they have like a lot of cross country like banners and um, track oh, yeah. banners. I'm like, well, yeah, people come in here and can't run, right? And you guys are used to it, right? <laughs> sure, you got to go to run your forty at the combine. Yeah, that's right. Go yeah. up there, yeah. a little thinner air. <laughs> okay. So let's let's talk a little bit about you though. You got a lot of accolades at the end of the year. Yeah. Lot, same with a lot of your teammates. Uh, but the Harlan Hill, that's we could go talk all Americans and player. That that's a different category. That yeah. that's a different. I, I believe we've only had one other nomination that's went this far. That's Mike Riley, who is. Yeah. You know, the the goat of, in yeah. my opinion, yeah. of Central Washington University. Sure. And so that that puts you, what's it feel like? I mean, every kid wants to. I always wanted to be like Heisman. I did the Heisman <laughs> pose and, you know, whatever. But to be playing at a level to be recognized as one of the elite at, at this division, yeah. what's that like for you? Um, I think I kind of look, I look past it a little bit. Like sometimes I got to like reflect like, like, Tanner, this is pretty cool, right? Right. Like, w- what you've done is is pretty spectacular but I mean it just goes all back to my teammates I like to say I got the easy part of the defense right I just get a I mean I have run fits and I gotta play man coverage and do that stuff but at the end of the day you know coach T allows puts me in a good spot to you know make plays and stuff like that but yeah to to be in that conversation is just I mean it's a it's a dream come true it's a blessing for sure and never I have this notebook that I wrote down freshman year after the season I was honorable mention GNAC like Obviously, it's my freshman year. Like, I'm right. college is way faster than high school, right? And you're kind of getting used to it. But I, you know, I wrote down like Cliff Harris Award. I wrote never, never wrote down Harlan Hill. Like, that wasn't like one of my right. It's not one of the accolades you think about. And then, you know, to get get talked about it and be a finalist for it, it's definitely definitely something I'll talk about with my kids later on in life. Absolutely, and, yeah, it's pretty cool. So for sure, have you have you as, as a player? You know, you got to focus on on the next game. But I mean, you're a football fan. Yeah. Do you are you aware of the other players? Uh, um, you know, mine's as quarterback is is a finalist as well, and yeah. and uh, I mean, do you see the the accolades they're getting? Or I mean, I gotta imagine football players respect other football players. No, yeah, for sure. I I had some comments with you know with John um, Matoka during the game, and obviously he won it last year. But yeah, I definitely 
him and uh, I think it's I don't want to say his last name wrong, but Zach Zabrowski, yeah, um, from Central Missouri. I mean, yeah, I would think he would win it with his stats. I mean, he has like sixty plus touchdown passes and five thousand yards. Yeah, like fifty one hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a that's crazy. But yeah, I definitely noticed those are the two that I've really like looked at because I feel like those are the two that are going to be up there. And mm-hmm. so if I want a chance to win it, I got to compute those right. guys. So I'm always <laughs> trying to like compare, right? But you can't compare defensive stats to offensive stats. But Oh, we um, could try. <laughs> I could do it. If you need someone on your side, <laughs> yeah. I could do it yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's just cool to just be talked about. Um, and, you know, even just to get votes is, is going to be pretty cool. So In our, in our previous um, – we try to record once a week. Last week we had – um, Antonio Clark on the uh, Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference columnist for D2Football.com. Yep. Throwing, he's a former defensive back, all American, all American. Um, and he was saying, and I'm going to ask you to talk really nice about yourself or really <laughs> awesome about yourself. But he was just saying, you must, you must be a student of the game, yep. um, and you see the field differently. So, I mean, obviously. 13 interceptions, 124 uh, tackles, both lead the Division Two. 13 interceptions is good all through <laughs> all of college football, not just D2. Um, do, what is it? Can you see an interception happening? Or maybe not the interception, but can you see the play developing to where, oh, I know I'm going to be a factor. I mean, yeah. that interceptions get the attention, but I what what's the why behind it? Yeah, um, I mean – People will always talk about the X's and O's and formations and film study, right? But I think it's just more than – I think it's being in the right place at the right time. And um, it always seems like during this season, like, something bad happened for us and then something good needed to happen. And it always seems like it was, like, at that particular point, which I'm I'm blessed to be the person that was able to, you know, do – make that opportunity happen, right? Um but I think it's just being in the right place at the right time is as bad as it may sound for myself. But um, it's just, yeah, I just feel like I was always in the right place at the right time. And obviously, you know, I mean, you talked about student of the game. I've, I've always felt like I've had a pretty pretty great IQ of the game. And, you know, my dad, um, he's been coaching for, shoot, a long time, was my high school coach. And, you know, I went to his team camps and stuff from when I was like four years old and just kind of being around the game my whole life and big football family, right? So I think I just kind of see the game a little bit differently than other people might um, just from being around it a lot and understanding coverages and route concepts and all the other stuff. But, yeah, I would just – I mean, I got to – I just got to give credit to being at the right place at the right time and my teammates doing a lot of the dirty work and allowing <laughs> me to play free, right? So <laughs> I'll tell you as a semi-professional soccer coach <laughs> – myself <laughs> that that's half the time i'm just trying to tell a girl if you were in the right place when this is happening yeah. good things are gonna happen yeah. and so as a coach again semi-professional <laughs> nothing more if i could have 11 players that were always in the right spot yeah. man i'd be like hey, we're gonna win every game yeah. we're gonna win every game so i'll give you credit for that you yeah. can say as much as you want wanting to be in the right spot but i'm gonna give you credit for being in the right spot because yeah. i think sometimes not sometimes, a lot of time. You got to put yourself there to be there. Yeah. So, congratulations to you. And uh, I've talked with Coach Torgerson a couple of times. And man, kid, love guy loves you. It's the same way Power used to talk about Kevin Haynes. The oh, yeah. same exact way, where it was yeah. just like, I know that that guy on the field. We're on the same <laughs> wavelength right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got myself. It, it, it almost felt like for Power, he was on the field when he had Kevin Haynes on there <laughs> because it was like they, they saw the same thing. So. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah, uh, we you. can we can see the hard work paying off, and um, 
yeah, it's been awesome to watch him. Yeah. I'll also say another thing for your question is I hope other coaches aren't listening so they don't change their stuff next year. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it always seems like it was happening. Like we'd be on the field for 10 plus plays and then, you know, they'd be down close to the red zone and then, you know, I'd get an interception right. And I think it just goes to, especially at this level, I don't know why it's this level. And like I said, <laughs> I hope coaches aren't listening, but I feel like offensive coordinators like have a lot of success and they're driving the ball on us and then they, they want to like, they get too antsy and they want to like do something downfield, right. right? And I can just almost like smell that or like see that happening. <laughs> like he, they want to score right now and they don't want to score in five plays from now because if you're going to score on us, it's going to take you. It always seems like it took a, other teams, you know, 10, 12 plus right, um, play drives, right? So I was like, it's, he's going to throw a shot here. And like the, the, the coach is going to call <laughs> something right here. And he's going to get too antsy and they just like almost can't like, you know, hold themselves from just running the ball. You ran the ball this whole drive and it's worked. Why not keep running it, right? And it's just, seems like it happened. So maybe coach, maybe, you d- I mean, we're going to tag every coach in this. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody, oh, they're a huge follower. 5.3 million but, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. M- I think that has something to say about having a feel of the game. I mean, maybe you're thinking about it as a defensive coordinator or, or a you know DB coach or something like that. And I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you talk about like drives and sustaining them and everything like that. As a fan of the game, where you're on the sideline, Bemidji, uh, you know, we're in Bemidji. And we have what was it a nineteen play drive where on the the offense is on the field for like twelve minutes. <laughs> that I mean that was I call it the drive. So you're not even on the field. Mm-hmm. Did you realize it was that long? And are you? I mean I know you have to be with your your groups and your units and and strategizing the next time you're back on the field. But did you get to appreciate that? I mean that offense destroyed Bemidji in yeah. the fourth quarter. No, I've never. Coach Viss and I were talking about after the game, going to our uh, post game interview. Like we've never, never seen anything. It was like amazing. <laughs> it was just, so I mean, twelve. I think it was twelve forty three was on the clock when they started the drive, and obviously took it down and took a knee at the end. But wow. yeah, I don't know. I was I was on the sideline for a long time. I had to walk in. The, we had a tent on the sideline with like um, vents, pup, and heat and stuff. I had to walk in there a couple times. Just so, <laughs> so cool. yeah, and I'm like, well, if she, if we give them the ball back or kick a field goal, it's gonna be a two minute drive. Like we got to go win the game, right? So. Um, you know, I was just trying to stay warm, but I mean, I didn't realize it was, I thought it was like maybe eight, nine minutes. So I mean, which is still incredible, but I didn't realize it was 12 minutes and right. Yeah, that was, I mean, that like you said, that would be the drive known, yeah. known for this team. And <laughs> you know, if this team ever, if this team goes in the hall of fame one day or whatever, that's, it's going to come down to that drive right yeah. there. Like that's the drive that everyone's going to remember right so well you'll know if 07 and 09 get into the hall of fame <laughs> that's what you guys will be coming up you will yeah. well you we were going to bring kennedy mcgill on as well he couldn't make it today but yeah. i want to give you a chance to talk about the redshirt freshman yeah. uh came in uh full-time starter with eight seven games maybe his full-time starter yeah. um i was just crunching the numbers that in the last three games he threw 30 more passes than he did in the previous games yeah. uh talk us through the maturation of of kennedy and what he brought you guys once he was able to get a hold of the offense. Yeah, no, he, um, I mean, he obviously brings a, a great run game and he's a great running quarterback, right? Um, he's so intelligent and just so, so smart. And I mean, we talk about it every day. And like, especially with um, Coach William, our weightlifting coach, like, he's probably pound for pound the most athletic dude on our team for sure. Mm-hmm. He's so strong. You know, he's, he's not skinny like myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's super athletic and, you know, he's fast. He can throw it. Um, and he has nice touch on the ball, right? He can do right. it all. But, yeah, Kennedy is definitely, you know, one of those players that you'll remember forever and definitely leave his legacy at the school for sure. But, yeah, I was just um, 
you know, obviously when, when Coach made the, ja- the change between J.J. and, um, and him, um, I think it was just a little trick for defenses, like game planning wise, like now we got to stop the run on top of all the runs that they do. But now it's with the right. quarterback and, right. you know, throw it a little bit. And obviously, you know, J.J. was a great thrower and stuff like that. And then when you have a running quarterback and you can also throw it and stuff. But, yeah, going, going to what you said about, you know, the 30 more passes, I think it was just – the coach is gaining more confidence in him a little bit. Right. And obviously you have a redshirt freshman quarterback coming in and you got a chance at the playoffs, you know, might be a little hesitant on right. those downfield shots, right? But I mean we're we're a team on the run, 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 and then we're gonna hit you with a deep pass, right? And and then then we just went into, you know, dumping and dinking them off, right, in the flats and hitch routes and stuff like that. And, and you know, he's so good at um, you know, taking what the defense gives him and right. I think that's what made him so good and why we were able to sustain long drives and stuff like that was just taking what the defense gives them so and you saw him you know day in and day out you know I'm sure you guys scrimmaged against each other every day did you see a point in practice where because I we kept talking like man at some point we gotta we gotta find out what this kid's arms like we gotta air it out we gotta let it go did you start seeing that progression on the field like oh he's starting to to let it go they're starting to give him a little bit more and open it up yeah no I I noticed it last year when he was a freshman and he was a scout team quarterback um for us and Played him every day in practice, right, for numerous periods every day. Um, but, yeah, just, like, just crazy throws. Like, we set our defense up against the scout offense. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're putting ourselves in the good, like, right positions, right, and coaches are going to, you know, make it tough on us sometimes and stuff like that. But just, like, he was his his ability to get out of our – get out of the pocket and, you know, throw great balls on scout team was – I was just like, wow, like, this guy better be playing too. Like, <laughs> yeah. better get rid of his red shirt right now, right? right. But yeah, Turn it. no, um, yeah, it was. Pro- I would probably say last year, and when he was a quarterback for our scout team and playing against you know our de- in our defense last shoot last year was one of the best I've ever played on. Just super athletic and stuff like that for sure. So it was just crazy to see that. And you, you Kennedy, uh, you know Flanagan. There's so many guys. There's so many guys that are coming back next year. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you want to still be playing, but is that really nice to know? I mean, you know, transfers or guys just decide not to play or whatever like that, um, or maybe somebody comes in. But is it nice to know that you have so many guys coming back? I think that's the most exciting part is, you know, obviously we lost Pat Rogers. Yep. Um, we lost Brett Akmus at our will position. Um, DeMonte, I think we have our whole – Whole O line and D line coming back. I know. Um, anytime that happens, I don't care what you have yeah. everywhere else. Anytime that happens, yeah. Yeah, you're in for something good. Yeah, we ever. I mean, minus Pat Rogers, our whole secondary is coming back. Um, some guys that were that were injured that we'll have back. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just to see where we went this year is like, how can you not get excited for next year? Right. right. So we got the exact same team, and you know we can always get better from the crazy transfer portal these days. And, right. And, you know pieces that you might be missing or pieces that we need more depth because, you know, you always need depth in football, right? So yeah. pieces that we need depth, you know, we can always go out there and do our recruiting and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely exciting for sure. I know as a fan looking at that, when the game ended on Saturday, I was like, yeah, it's, it's too bad we lost, but this is about to get good. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get the season tickets purchased now yeah. right? Yeah. for next year. Which yeah. you did. Which yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah, so we're good to go. So we're ready. And, uh, no, I think I think it's a it's – a, what a time to be a Wildcat football fan, player, all of the above. Because yeah. it's that was that was amazing. It was fun to watch this year, and, yeah. and it's going to be just getting that much better as we go. Yeah. yeah. What uh, I, I thought it was really funny uh, on the Twitter uh, <laughs> last week when I think all the coaches 
uh, was sharing Fitz's post of like, hey, we can't recruit you because we're still playing. <laughs> and to me, that's like yeah. one of the greatest recruiting pitches of like, hey, if you want to if you want to be playing big time college football, come to Central because we're too busy to even recruit you now. I mean, obviously right. they didn't say it like that, but what is the recruiting process like? I mean, with with this in this day and age of social media where you can watch anybody in Portland or or Seattle or yeah. you know, are you and are players involved in terms of or what's the level of player involvement with a with a potential recruit that yeah. is considering? No, central? I mean I think there's so many so many like NCAA rules as far as like what coaches can't do, and I think the players of the team are the greatest you know asset that recruiting has on every team, and you know you obviously can tell coaches like, hey, I got this friend that's here and we played him obviously did some damage against us last year like let's he's in the portal now let's go get him right and you know you can obviously do your little talking mm-hmm. with him <laughs> and stuff like that that the coaches may not be able to do um but yeah I think our just our players have done a good job the last couple of years of um making sure especially like when players take their like official visits and stuff like that and us just showing them you know around school and around campus and the city and stuff is you know the greatest thing that recruiting can have as far so what what made you choose Central? Yeah, um, well, shoot, my my recruiting journey was crazy just because it was right when COVID was happening, and I obviously didn't get, like, the normal senior season of high school and all that other stuff. But I think when I just came here, it was just, like, I felt that family, like, atmosphere. And that's obviously my high school, and my dad is just so built on family and the culture, right, and all that stuff. And I kind of just, you know, I had – great opportunities to, you know I can walk on go to Utah and play safety I can had a full ride to Portland State and stay home right but I just didn't feel like I want to do what was right for me and my family was blessed that like it wasn't money that was going to be the issue for us and I needed to go where I was getting the money right it was, so I was I was blessed for that but my family's like this is your journey like if you want to go walk on at Utah and you know how tough it's going to be to be a walk on go do that you have a full ride get everything paid for or you can damn near live at home go to Portland State right and I just like I'm just like I don't one I don't want to be a walk-on I just feel like that's not me I don't D1 life Pac-12 whatever that would have been cool but that's just not like what I wanted to do and I I wanted to like play right away like I'm a player like I don't want to just go be on scout team and if that's what I had to do if I came here then that's what I was going to do right but I feel like for myself I had the best chance to come in here and compete right away and obviously I wanted to play and I mean, obviously, Coach Coach Fist did a great job recruiting and, you know, selling his program that I was really bought into. And I just liked the family atmosphere that they had here. And everyone was just so, you know, close and nitty tight with each other that it was, it was pretty cool. And that's why I chose here, for sure. Okay. Looks like you made the right choice. Yes, sir. I'm just going on a limb and say that. Yeah. 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 It's good. No, At least a sure. good one. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch the rest of the, the games or, or uh, in terms of – I don't want to say, are you a Mines fan, or do you want to see Mines lose, or, or <laughs> do you cheer for Harding, or uh, whatever answer is good. We respect yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll definitely. I don't know because don't you got to pay to watch the games now? Or they yeah, yeah. Pay yeah. yeah. You'll, I don't know. See, you'll see the we'll scores. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you his login. Yeah, yeah. 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 you can have the uh, sports uh, talk, the podcast I'll, login. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching the scores. I'm kind of. I mean, there's four. I don't really know too much about Kutztown, um, but I mean the, the other. Lenore Ryan, Harding, obviously just played mines. But, yeah, just great teams. I'm kind of curious on who's going to win that. And, obviously, I'd love to be in 
the final four, right? But right. I mean, those are all four great teams. I don't really care to see who wins or loses, but I'm going to be kind of curious on. You'd feel good about yourself if mine's just went out there and like 50 would everybody the rest. Yeah, of the that's a good yeah. point. We yeah. lost to the champions. You're right. Yeah. You feel yeah. good. Yeah. Give them a good fight. No, yeah. they're definitely definitely a great team. Well, let's though, sure. talk. We got. We were going to ask them about the the big I, times, right? I have one. I have. I told you I wasn't going to put you on the spot, but I, I lied to you. <laughs> In your opinion, did Florida State get screwed? Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great question. I see I see both sides of it. That's um, what you said, Sammy. I, d- I understand it. Yeah. Like, you you can't leave out an SEC team, right? Like it, But you can. You, I mean, you can. But you can, I can't leave, believe but I'm you can leave out a Big 12 team. But do you beat out the Big 12 team that beat the SEC team? That is true. Right? It's, yeah. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I don't we'll know. let you answer. I thought, I thought they might have left out Texas, um, even for beating Alabama. And I thought, I mean, I thought Florida State was like, how can you not put it a 13-0 team and won a Power 5 conference, right? Um, but without their quarterback, like, I don't – the offense hasn't been the same the last two weeks for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, it was 6-6 six, six at halftime in the right, ACC right, championship yeah, or whatever? Right, yeah. Like, I don't – True freshman quarterback. Um, but what do you say to the, that? Was my only thing is what do you say to the rest of the kids that work their butts off? Yeah, like that's, I that they don't yeah. they don't deserve it. Yeah, I don't. Because well, one guy got hurt, and then you're going I, to play the other team that got gypped out of it for losing the SEC oh, championship. Yeah, you're Georgia playing Georgia in your Orange Bowl. Yeah, that's like, going to yeah. be a heck of a game. The Sourpuss Bowl is what we're going to call that. Yeah, I feel bad for both those guys. But does Georgia roll them? We'll find do you think out. Georgia we'll would get out. them? We'll see, I'm just waiting until we got 12 teams. Uh, next year's going to be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then let me put you on the spot, part two. <laughs> of the four teams, who's going to win? Now, hold on. Hold on. This isn't fair. Can I tell you why it's not fair? Why? He's from Oregon. First <laughs> off, he's not a UW fan. Can't be. He can't be. He's, you know, your brother went to Oregon State, right? Yeah, my brother. My brother's part of the Oregon State football team. He's an equipment manager, assistant coach over there. So, so you're a Beaver but fan. He, and he Beaver played fan. there, right? I hate For a little bit. The Ducks. Did he play there? No, he didn't play. He, didn't play he hasn't played there. No, but I will say this. And a lot of a lot of people, because we're obviously at the hotel watching the game before the Mines game on Friday night, right? Everyone's like. He's like, I'm going for Oregon. I'm like, dude, I'm not going for like I. It, it's not as bad as it sounds, and I'm a Beaver fan. I hate you, Dub, more than I hate the Ducks. I, I don't know how many. I don't even know how many Beaver fans can say that, but like, you're in a good I, room. Extremely you closer what, to him. I do that? like this guy. <laughs> what, what, what is? What, uh, why? I think that I don't know. I, I not that I dislike like. Uh, I mean, it's not that I dislike here. the program, but like. Supporting my brother, right? It's, like, it's, that, it's that natural hate that you grew up with. Yeah, I know what it's like, like. And I had so I, many, like my dad coached so many players, went to Oregon State and went to Oregon. So I was kind of like bouncing between both schools on, right. you know, supporting. So I say but, it's not fair. He doesn't have a biased opinion here. Yeah, Unbiased. Okay. It's not that I dislike Washington. Great program, great team. But <laughs> who who I, who was I rooting for during that game? Probably Oregon, just because I'm from there. Like I don't. I want. I can't pick this, and choose. I, we need to stop this recording right now, based off of what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get a lot of hate for it. Yeah. It's okay. It's worth the hate if you hate on the Huskies. I should fine. <laughs> well, yeah, we're talking to a Cougar the resident Cook yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got to have one. So. I we're, we're in Oregon. My family's an Oregon State family. Um, my uncle played. He was a lineman for them in ni- in the early seventies before their demise of like twenty four years of yeah. nothing. Uh, <laughs> but I've always hated the Ducks. I've always hated the Ducks. I've always loved the Beavers. Um, so I just, but now I like them even more. So, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I will say my dream school was Notre Dame though. So oh. that's like, Notre Dame's like my dad and I like school. Like we'll 
they them before anybody. So does that mean you like the movie Rudy? I do. Love the movie. Okay, Okay, now we're back. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Tanner, we really appreciate you taking time out. And, man, it it was sure a lot of fun watching you play this year. That's for sure. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. The CW's number. We didn't even talk about number 44. No, I yeah, got what we have. I got a picture on my phone of you and Mike Reno for the past forty-four after oh. beating Angelo State. Yeah. yeah, we had been tailgating a little bit. I've been it was on fun, a lot of forty-fours. <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah. was he the first forty-four? Second, he was second. second. Buddy Mitch. Wood, Buddy Mitch, or Buddy. Mitch Riffit was. Yeah, was a Buddy or and then Mitch? No. That doesn't matter. It's long, you're in a long history yeah. of players. Long, yeah. yeah. Great defenders. I think, but was Buddy with? He was like the first one to wear in game. I thought. I think. Yeah, so. I think. I think, right. you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, that, was, that dude was a dude. Yeah, was Buddy a dude. And, Buddy. and Biggs. Big and, Hill, and, yeah. Man, that forty four is a, a big line, right? Yeah. Is okay. it nice to wear that number forty four? Did you have a favorite number, or does a forty four mean a lot? Well, I mean, you were up, four before, right? Yeah, I was yeah, four. So, so I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, going from four to forty four is like a big jump, right? But I mean, obviously the. The history behind it and all that other stuff is, you know, I came in, like, that was one of my goals. Like, I want to be 44, and I want that responsibility. And it's just cool to, you know, add my name to that list and able to do great things while we're that number and represent it well. So It's a big-time list. You should forever <laughs> see your picture on the wings of one, Wing Central. So, or the <laughs> right. walls of Wing Central. So. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we go in there, a couple of my roommates and I and, and Flanagan will go in there every Tuesday for the 69-cent wing, yeah. swings, right? and. They're always just joking around, like, hey, you guys got to come get this guy and put him on the wall. <laughs> Where's his picture? <laughs> come get his photo. Yeah. That's right. I'm just like, guys, stop. Like, I got like, more work to do. Those are the 44 legends. I got there. more work like, to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll be there soon. Yeah. That's right. Well, you'll you'll make the top five. I'll just I'll have to tell you at the end of next year where you land on that. The 44. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tanner, thanks again. Appreciate yeah. you taking time. Yeah, thanks for having Stay me. Stay healthy and go Cats. Go Cats. Sure, go Cats. All right, we're back, and and what a fun a fun surprise for our in house guest. That's right. It, it was a surprise for our fans. We had an idea he was coming, but uh, Tanner Volk got a after that interview. Not only he's an amazing football player, but just being around him for the hour or whatever he was here. What what an amazing person! And like August 29th or whatever kickoff cannot come soon enough. Yeah, right. Spring ball will whet the appetite a little bit, but. I after listening to him, one is he loves his team, loves football, and he was downplaying it a little bit, the classic team player. But that guy understands football and and the mentality. You could see the wheel spinning when he was talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm ready to put him on, coach. I'm ready to lift <laughs> it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, uh, he's that was fun. Not a lot of fun. That's that. what makes our football a little bit more painful as athletes than other sports like basketball you can go pick up play some basketball or like there's the 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 professionals go and do the olympic thing like you can play and continue to be competitive and you know baseball does the same thing football is like you know, if you're going to play another team it's going to be next year like yeah, you know yeah. you yeah. can go do some drills you can and go stuff. do some drills maybe play a little two-hand touch seven right, seven. That, that experience no. so like that itch, you want to man. drill somebody right mm-hmm. when it comes to that first game like you i've been waiting for this for a long time yeah <laughs> i just gotta hit somebody hard yeah, <laughs> yeah. now we gotta wait eight nine months mm-hmm. right? that's a painful time that's right but that's where we gather all of our new toys and get them in the right spot to mm-hmm. come out you know McGill's throwing for 375 yards a game next year. Yeah. I called and, it. And running for 100. Called it. I can't wait for the Evergreen Home Loan Studios to release a, ca- a magnetic calendar for my fridge with central schedules on it. That's right. 
Just now say- I'm put on the spot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like totally researching. I'm going to call my marketing Yeah. Team. Hey, I might have promised something. Uh, can we make that happen? Oh, I think so. And I want one. So I'm yeah. excited for that. That'll be, uh, that'll be so Come cool. On. I guess the sports talk could do it, too. I caught but- some, uh, some high school basketball yesterday. It's happening. I did. Ellensburg t- wiped the floor with Wenatchee. Mm-hmm. Destroyed Just them. Absolutely slaughtered them. It was fun. It was fun to watch. They were. The, it, it was, was just the boys. It was just mm-hmm. the boys. Girls didn't play. Although I got, I did sneak in and watch a little bit of the last center practice of the girls. Um, I made eye contact with a couple of coaches to make sure I was good. Like <laughs> Riley Sivak, I made eye contact. They didn't tell me to leave, so I was like, sweet. Yeah. But it was fun <laughs> to watch. They didn't say yes, but they didn't say they no. They didn't say no, but watching those girls compete at practice, like, they might practice harder than they play. That's a Tim Ravey practice? Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. Yeah. I was, like, mm-hmm. locked in. I was like, ooh, this is great. Yeah. It was It was cool. And you're to- like, I'm going to – because you called yourself a semi-pro coach. Absolutely. And so you're like, oh, I can incorporate that. Into well, that. it's just – I work. We work hard to get all like girls. Like, hey, let's practice like we play. Let's really like mm-hmm. when we scrimmage. Let's get after it. And there were ten girls on the court that, I mean, I probably watched for five minutes and there was no there was no subs. And I, but they were all playing like, man, if I don't go out hard, I'm about to get pulled out of this thing. And mm-hmm. like, it was just cool to watch them compete. And there was so much energy. It was cool. I feel bad because I was really looking forward to these games they were supposed to play. They got the Hermeson right. game got canceled. The, the, the East, East Lake. Lake. Oh, I was for that one. Right. I'm sure they were chomping at the bit. But they wanted it. It doesn't sound like it gets much easier. What we got some like SoCal teams coming up. and Oh, really? Or we're going for to the, SoCal. Oh. I, and something I, like that. We got some tough some tough games coming up. Yeah. So they're going to get challenged. That's awesome. That's for certain. Jeez. It'll be cool. But the boys, yeah. They man, who was I'm trying to remember? And Daya came back for the mm-hmm. first game. And good, good. It was so funny. I saw him. He just got cleared like 45 minutes for the game started. Mm-hmm. To, I guess he'd been shooting, but hadn't really been doing any like. And so he got subbed in pretty early and made an impact. Still had nine points, I think. Yeah, he had, he had a huge impact. But you could tell he had been playing football and not practicing because, like, the first one he went up for this layup and it just off the backboard. <laughs> you could see him being like. What the heck? Like, <laughs> the finesse know, is not here yet. In a couple of weeks, he's probably dunking that ball. But yeah, and it was Mars kid led the team in scoring. No, he was scored phenomenal. almost all his points in the second quarter. He was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, shooting the ball, handling the ball, rebound, scoring down low. I um, mean, they got it from from a lot of people. It mm-hmm. was pretty cool. It's a and they get both boys and girls play four A Moses Lake on Friday night mm-hmm. in yep. Ellensburg, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think the girls go to Moses Lake, okay. and the boys are here. Okay, interesting. Okay, yeah. yep. all right. That's why you like those uh, non-league games because you can really mix it up on yeah. teams and schedules. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that I mean, Allensburg has a way to you know Moses Lake is a pretty easy shot on I ninety, um, easier to get to than going to Eastmont or or uh, Wenatchee and stuff like that. But we got four A teams that we can play, and Hermeson. Mm-hmm. Might be the biggest three A team, and that's why I was really missing that game. And so I'm, I'm, we're, I'm really happy with how Ellensburg schedules their non league games because yeah. they are definitely going into the CWAC pretty tested. Right, right. It'll yeah. be, it'll be a good one. It's exciting stuff. You see, what's it? Jackson Pepper from Sela scored like forty two points or something yeah. like that. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, they just keep filing in the peppers. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of them. A bunch of them. Good job, yeah. mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. And we got one on the Wildcat basketball team who plays two on the Wildcat basketball team who plays Walla Walla University this weekend mm-hmm. in Nicholson. 
they before play, they so yeah this the is wolves. the time of the schedule yeah walla walla wolves right mm-hmm. the town's so nice they named it twice <laughs> so they the it, the december part of the schedule is always like because eh, you know you got your walla walla and you got your evergreen mm-hmm. but i know the the men are hosting cal state san marcos so mm-hmm. a ccaa team a good west region uh counter and then the women not on New Year's Eve, on the 30th, they will play uh, Westminster, which is an RMAC team. Mm-hmm. The boys so played earlier. Yeah. That, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, the teams won last week. So I, I think we're, we're going into December non-league stuff looking pretty good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When you see the men's, they split. Men's split, the, right? Pardon me. Mm-hmm. The men's split. And it's, but yeah, they, they, they the tested St. Martin. They were up close. 10. Did you see our three-point? Like, I know we yeah. talked. Um, it was yeah. just one of those days. Uh, where you're just like, as a three-point shooting team, where you're like, we probably ain't going to get too many of these. It was like 7 to 37 or something well, like that. Renta said that in yeah. the in the, in the wildcatsports.com mm-hmm. release. Renta said, yeah, I, I didn't predict that. That's how much confidence he has in his perimeter shooting. I mm-hmm. talked, He said that to I us. talked to Coach, and I said, because we were, at, we were at our daughter's basketball game, I said, how many of those 37 would you say were good shots? Once you were like, that was a good shot. He said 30. I was wow. like, yeah, I was like, man, if I'd have told you you were going to take 30 good shots, he's like, I thought we would have hit more than seven. Yeah. And I was like, I would almost bet. I'm like, that's not going to happen very often. He's like, I wouldn't think so. So it was, the rough I, it, was the those, it was one of those where I don't think he'd say it as a coach, There's, but I walked out being like, it, it's easy for me to be like, oh, don't worry about it, coach. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. worry about it. It's just one game. Don't worry Dude. about it. I trust our guys to hit more shots. The, Monks um, put something on the rims at the St. Martin's campus. Uh, he, it could be. I don't. Like, but he's confident. They are on campus. But I tell you what, <laughs> he's like that I, won't happen again. Won't happen. Again. I tell you what, that when St. Martin's joins us here at the friendly confines of Nicholson Arena, that place better be packed because yeah. that is a good team. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, our loss is like. Lost to Point Loma, which I believe they're still receiving votes. Mm-hmm. Lost to St. Martin's, who they got beat by NNU the next day. Mm-hmm. But they're ranked sixth in the country. And then our losses to San Bernardino, which they got us pretty good. But They're ranked pretty too, right? Or they uh, were. I think they're ranked fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, and, we're and playing it, some, some dudes. Yeah, we're playing some tough teams, and we're playing them tough. Yeah, so same. That was a single digit loss to St. Martin's in Lacey, where we held a second half lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. I'm looking forward to this. This is and yeah, this is good. And the women swept. Yep. So that's good. Never always get to start two and zero. Sorry, I was just looking at the schedule, and the day they play San Marcos is my wedding anniversary. I wonder if my wife wants to go to a basketball you know, game. I think nothing think of anything more romantic. <laughs> Hold on. In how fact, many how many things? I don't know if you have birthdays during baseball season, but hers. when I was doing the PA announcing <laughs> for uh, for Central back in the day, and you were mm-hmm. you were you and I, Sammy, sat right next to each other for many many years. How many times did you and I celebrate Valentine's Day together at the press table <laughs> yeah. with our wives yeah. in the it's crowd? True. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you. Not only that, I could probably get it. Set up to where you guys have like a candlelit dinner at midcourt at halftime. Oh, now we're talking. Faces up on the big screen. Yeah, now we're talking. I can't think of anything. Honey, I got a surprise for you. Yeah. I, hey, I, if we have a night away from kids, it'll be perfect. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> if you make that happen, 
I'm babysitting. Damn <laughs> right. <on>. Uncle John. <laughs> you kids like sugar for dinner. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. And they like sleepovers after the sugar, too. <laughs> 100%. Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to roll on this one and be back next week with another great breakdown. All the winter sports. We had to you know, wrap up this football season. And a big thanks to Tanner Volk. And I guess some big news. Be on the lookout. We're Kid House Valley Sports Talk is season ticket holders. We are. To the central basketball games. So we will be doing some giveaways this winter for you to take your family. We'll have four seats and keep a lookout. That's even more reason to go follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's right. And And, and talk to us when you see us in the the cereal aisle. Yes. You know? At the gas station. We love how Talk this thing's up. growing. We we, yeah. we love sports in our valley. We love Central Washington Athletics. And, and we, we do truly love doing this now every single week. That's right. It's a big Dang thank right. you to Evergreen Home Loans. A big thank you to Country Companies Insurance for sponsoring the old pod, advertising with us. and Thank you, Devin. Give us a follow and keep on the lookout for some free tickets to take your family to the old Wildcat game. So, guys, thank you again. Thanks, Tanner Volk. Heck of a run, Central Washington football. I'm already fired up for next year. It's going to be some good stuff. Take care until next time.